This is the Huey Alert Podcast with Craig and Shelley Huey, bringing you the tools to transform our nation and culture, the intersection of faith and politics. Hi, it's Craig Huey. I'm here with my beautiful bride, Shelley. Hi, everyone. And we're sure glad you joined us for this important podcast. This podcast is all about the persecuted church. Mm, you the know, ch- the church where? Worldwide. Worldwide, oh. there is a historic persecution going on, a genocide against mm. people who believe in Christ. And last year, there was over a thousand percent increase wow. in, 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 in number of people who were killed, homes destroyed, churches burnt. Um, so so let's, yeah. let's do this before we get in any further. When I hear persecution, yes. that word, yes. for me as an American, is um, defined by somebody wasn't nice to me at work because uh, they know I'm a Christian. Yes. Or my neighbor, like, really doesn't like me because they know I'm a Christian. Yes. Or my kids didn't get picked to go to a birthday party because they know we go to church or are Christians. So that's, in all honesty, right. that, those things are not fun. And those things are hard, right? And they're real. And, and they're real. But that's not the definition of persecution that no. you're using or I'm using. I'm talking podcast. about people being murdered. I'm talking about 4,958 Christians who have officially been recognized as being murdered simply because of their faith. And those wow. are the official records. There is so, you know, probably you twice know, as many. Honestly, that's shocking to think about because it's so foreign to us yes. here living on freedom. Well, let, let me tell you another thing. Uh, there were 278,000 officially acknowledged homes of people who professed Christ that were burnt down and the people lost everything. Mm. But not only that... How many was that, you said? two hundred. That was two, 278,716. That lost their home. That lost their home, okay. officially. Wow. And, and then it went from 2,110 to 14,766 churches that were destroyed. Where? Just worldwide? Worldwide. Wow. Worldwide. So, so we've heard of churches being, um, what, what's the word, firebombed here? Yes. Or like tatted up with tattoos, signs, whatever. Tattoos, yeah. that's not the right word. You know and, what I'm talking about. Graffiti. I mean, here in the U.S., there's churches that have been burned, mm-hmm. for sure. And last year, there were, there were at least dozens of them. Right. We do know... Uh, there's the persecution going on by the government against evangelical Christians, uh, conservative Catholics, pro-lifers. Right, right, right in Tennessee, uh, mm-hmm. uh, there's there's 11 people who could be spending 10 years in jail because they were praying and they were singing praise songs, mm-hmm. yeah. and they were targeted by the Department of Justice for persecution. But yeah. what we're talking about is a different level globally. Nigeria, for example, was having a historic amount of Christians that were persecuted. At Christmas, Mm -hmm. 
150 plus Christians were just killed while they were asleep in the, at night because they were Christians by wow. Islamic terrorists. It's the Islamic terrorism, it is radical Hindus, and it is socialist and communist states mm. that are doing the persecution. Mm -hmm. And it, 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 it's historic and it's growing. And one of the problems, Shelley, is this. You and I, back when President Trump was in office, yep. went to what? The Ministerial for Religious right. Liberty, right? In D.C. In, yeah. in D.C. There we, uh, we, we went and participated where people all over the world mm -hmm. came and they were told by my, Mike Pompeo and Sam Brownback, mm -hmm. you can no longer ignore the persecution of Christians. You have to do something about it. And, right. and they had and, well, commitments and at, made. At that, at that event, there were people representing all sorts of countries from yes. all sorts of backgrounds. Right that were not necessarily Christian. Right. There were Jewish people. Yes. Hindu. Oh, yeah. Buddhists. Uh, yes. Muslims. Yes. And all, a lot of them that were in, you know, authority within right. their quote-unquote religion yeah. were dressed in their festive garb, yeah. for lack of better terms. Yeah. I, I got so excited meeting them. Yeah, of course. And, and, and talking to them yeah. about just their experiences yes. and what i discovered then was it was insane these some of these people literally had lost everything their church their synagogue their mosque whatever it was their um they saw people that they knew and loved that yeah. were in their congregations right. that were literally being either raped yes. or killed yes. in front of their face. That's right. And I was like, I, it was so foreign. Right. We are, we've, we've known about persecution. We read about it. Uh, we and, see and, a little and it, bit about but it. it. It's just... We don't experience no, like they, it's nothing they like experienced that. it. That was 2016. Yes. When they first started it. They just had the same exact meeting. When was it? Last week in D.C.? But this one was different because it was because, private. It yeah. was not the State Department behind it. Right. And the fact is, under Biden, the State Department has become a propaganda arm for the mm -hmm. radical left trying to promote social policies worldwide mm -hmm. and have totally ignored religious persecution, ignored across religious the freedom across Ignore, the board. Ignoring it. And, and so it's escalated. Yeah. And the countries have gotten worse. Right. And, and, you know, you've got in India, Christians being beaten, some killed. You've got churches being burnt. you got so homes. I got a, I got a question yes. about India because right. we, we have some dear friends that live in India and have sent videos to us, these right. horrific yes. videos of, you know, a young pastor and his wife right. where it's like a mob is coming up to them yeah. and they don't have guns. Right. I, I, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure guns are not allowed in a lot in, of the, in a lot of the lot states of, of India. Yeah, right. right. So instead they got rocks or bats yes. right. and they're beating the living daylights yes. out of these people. Right. And, and they're bleeding yes. on these videos. And yes. I'm like, what in the world? Yeah. 
that's what's going on. I mean, it's that's the reality. Insane, and, and, and it is insane. And and the Biden administration, the State Department, has turned its back on this whole issue. And and Trump and and the uh, Mike Pompeo and Sam Brownback showed that if America takes a stand for religious mm-hmm. liberty yeah. for all people in all faiths, right, that things change. A hundred percent protection takes place. And it's not happening now. No, it was shut down. And what's sick to me is, you know, our audience largely are evangelical Christians, people that are listening to this pod- podcast. But this is persecution everywhere throughout the world. Right. Not just Christians. Right. And the, this is what's sick, is that people willy-nilly vote for someone. Yes. Not thinking of the ramifications of that vote. Right. And what's going to happen to other things. And they yeah. become, a lot of them are one issue voters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Well, if persecution is something that's off your radar, yeah. which the media does a great job, right? Oh, does yeah. a great job oh, yeah. keeping it off of people's radar, then it doesn't matter if a president comes in like Biden and says, ah, we're done. Yep. We're not doing this anymore. Oh, and that's one of the reasons in my book, The Christian Voter, that I have a whole chapter on the persecuted church, and I make that as one of the non-negotiables. Mm. And so that anybody that goes and votes for president, for the Senate, for the House, they're also casting a vote whether or not to protect the persecuted church. Right. It, it, a matter of voting your values uh, that persecuted church issue has to be up there. Yeah. And, and you know, uh, every year in our newsletter, we publish the top 10 uh, persecuted countries. The top one is North Korea, mm-hmm. but Nigeria is in there, India is in there. Uh, oh, yes. China. Yes. Cuba. Oh, yes. I mean, these are communist countries. When, when you were in China, mm-hmm. You had the chance to speak to pastors. You had a chance to speak to Christians in churches, and they were underground. Well, they're all they underground. They were in fear, and they're it's so controlled by the quote unquote state. They will allow the people to go to quote unquote church, but there's no proclamation of the gospel. There's no Bibles. They do not print Bibles over there, and they never know when they're going to be arrested. Never know when right. their kids are going to be taken away. Never know if something's going to be closed Or their down. business is shut down. And, yes. you know, a lot of them have small businesses like in the silk, mark, in the silk market there in Beijing. Mm-hmm. And they do not have the prime spots. Right. They're in the far back yeah. and barely making it yeah. because the and government can do that to them. Yeah. And with the social credits of communist China, with the ability of of AI technology to be able to determine what they're buying and selling, where they're going, and what they're who they're meeting with, uh, it, it creates this this, this fear mm-hmm. uh, and, and and control that is like we can't allow that hit to happen here in the U.S. Right. So when we think in terms of the persecuted church, obviously the number one thing we have to do is pray. The second thing we have to do is be careful who we vote for in the upcoming <laughs> yeah. election. Um, third, I'd say get educated. Mm. Um, uh, you know, the the starting point could be my book, The Christian Voter, because 
it it talks about the persecuted mm-hmm. church and goes into the whole issue and uh, maybe support some of the ministries that are involved with that. There's um, two that I can think of. Uh, sure. So so one website that I've gone to for quite some time is opendoorsusa.com. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they will, they once you get on that website, you will see the breakdown of the most persecuted countries. That's right. How many Christians yes. throughout the world are persecuted. Yeah. You know, and it goes straight down the line with statistics. But yeah. what's really cool is they also show, you know, how to pray. Specific prayer points for each country That's is awesome. very different. Yes. Because each country is dealing with different governments. That's right. And even if they're, Islamic, it really does depend how much of the Sharia law that they adhere right. to and what type of things that they're going to be instilling mm-hmm. within their communities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because honestly, some of them are hardcore. Yes. Big time. Yeah. And others are not so much. Mm-hmm. So the Christians that are in those countries, when you start looking at the numbers, the breakdown of the numbers, and again, these are these are reported numbers we really don't know. It's infinitesimal compared to the United States. And you know what makes me sick? I'm just gonna say this, is that when I see the persecuted church in China up up front and personal, and know these people and talk to them, or the ones in Cuba, for example, guess what? They are. They're very different than the Christians in, in, in the United fire. States. That's right. Because they believe the yeah. word of God, yeah. period. Why? Because they've had to. They've, they we have not on. had to. Yes. We are so lazy and so incredibly disconnected yeah. as, a, as a culture yeah. from true Christianity, yeah. which in all honesty, if you read any of Paul's epistles right yes anything talk talking to the church it was always under persecution and he describes himself as a, a prisoner in chains that's right you just talked about that this morning and i was like god oh, don't don't remind me of it. i don't I, there's I, there's one th- before we go there's one other organization we should mention which is it, it's the global uh christian relief oh yes and that's with dr david curry mm-hmm. and it also is taking a look at how to help the persecuted church. Yes. Two organizations people should become aware of and, and take a look at the resources. So, David, um, the things he's doing yeah. are so intense and cutting edge yes. with technology yes. and going into these countries and right. literally rescuing people. Yes. And you know how another person came to mind is uh, Steve Berger, who is oh, actually yes. from... Tennessee, and we had a and, a, a, a podcast with that's him right. talking about yep. how he goes to the targeted church. That's right, the targeted Christian, the persecuted Christian who is specifically they're literally in down. prison waiting to be killed. Yeah, they they go in there and get them out. Yeah, and that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. It is so awesome. Yeah, and it's so amazing. And that is ASI. Dot org. Yes. And they're based in D.C. Another one that we just found out about, which we're going to be doing a podcast on probably in the next two weeks, is um, a pastor who is in Tennessee. Yes. And he goes to Pakistan. That's correct. And he sets amazing. the captives free. Those, those folks that are there 
are in debt up to their eyeballs. There's no way on God's green earth they're going to see out of the debt they're in. Why are they in debt? Because they had to maybe go have a baby at a hospital. Yeah. And now they've got some slave owner literally enslaving them to make bricks. Yeah. How insane. That's what they're doing every day, all day, every day, all day, every day, all day. It's like, and guess what? The church has figured out how to get in there and set them free and and pay their debt. Pakistan is one of those countries on the top persecuted list for people who are believers in Christ. Totally. Honey, um, I, 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 I think that we brought up some awareness. Yeah. Can you bring up some prayer? Sure. Okay. All right. Let's pray right now. Lord, thank you so much for bringing to our attention once again the uh, Christian brothers and sisters throughout the world that are truly, truly suffering. We're called in your word to pray for them and to, to beg you to help them. So right now, Holy Spirit, would you help the people that are on this list that are, that are standing, trying to stand for truth, and those countries that are that are just under incredible persecution, Lord, we ask that you would give them hope for their day. And I thank you, Lord, that you will deliver hope to them in ways that surprise them through organizations or churches that will help them and in, in, the, in the tangible form of even food or or just getting them a new home to live in because theirs was burned down or or creating a new church because theirs was burned down or or saving their family from being put to death and i i thank you that there are organizations out there i ask god for us for an overwhelming blessing of goodness and grace on the men and women that spearhead these organizations that are here in this country because we're allowed to be operating in freedom here. We're allowed to have organizations that are based here like that, that can help those those other countries. So I thank you, God, that you're going to keep those channels open for financial funding to go to these countries that are desperate for it. And we thank you, Lord, that you're going to work in miraculous ways in protecting the Christians in this nation that stand up for the truth and the gospel of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening and watching. Let me tell you this. Most pastors are ignoring this. Most Christians don't know about it. This is a time to take this podcast, send it out to your email list, text it out, go ahead and put it on Instagram, Facebook. Let's get the word out. Send this podcast out. Let people know about the persecuted church. Now, until next week, my wife and I want to say thanks a lot for listening. And, and look below for the websites that we mentioned. You'll see them actually written out. Thanks for joining us this week. We are listener-supported, so please consider partnering with us by donating at craighuey.com or by signing up for our free newsletter. We look forward to being with you next week. And don't forget to share this podcast with others.